0: I showed an SMTG today after it ran up in the after hours. What what do you remember from your SMTG experience? Because now it's fresh uh, in my head.
1: Let me let me see. Let me uh, if I look at the chart, I can refresh <laughs> my memory here. <laughs>
0: it's I mean it's gonna macro thesis is gonna get delisted in two years. You know, like the Chinese stocks, they have like two. Not, they had three years or something like that. Now it's like time has passed. It's like something like two years to get all their auditing requirements and stuff together, uh, for their next, uh, checkup date. And I don't, SNTG, I don't, on TRX, these ones that we mentioned, I don't think they're going to produce anything. I think they're just going to pump and dump them as many times as they can until they get, until like the wheels fall off basically, which is the delisting, you know?
1: Yeah. It makes you wonder. I mean, so like SNTG it sort of follows some of the trends of the other pump and dump Chinese stocks. Cause I did notice the ones I got, the majority of ones I got dumped this year um, all went IPO in the last year. I Uh mean, so SNTG just got, they went up IPO on July 9th. looks like that's when I I see it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The charts
1: forming. Right. And then like on the 22nd, it just—it's been decreasing, but you can tell on the twenty-second, it just <laughs> just got dumped, and then from there it just kind of flatlined. So it, it's it, it's an it's just that example of the majority of these Chinese stocks are going IPO, and and I wonder, like after watching this the the China hustle, I wonder if the ease of getting an IPO into the U.S. has changed at all because it sounds like from that documentary that it's very easy for these companies to write these shell companies yeah. to go IPO and when i'm looking i what i did is i i pulled up a list i found a list on the internet um i think it's on the actually the Nasdaq site that shows all the chinese companies that are listed on the US exchange and i w- i started to look for patterns between which ones were getting uh dumped and which ones weren't. Besides the fact that this girl, Alina, is giving me the the heads up of the stocks that are getting dumped, I wanted to find out for myself if I could find any trends or patterns. And that was one of them, that a lot of it is the, the, the volume is always very low until the pumping happens, uh, or it goes IPO fairly recently. And it's like just kind of a, a stock that no one hears about. S is different because there isn't really any pumping going on, right? Like if you look at the chart, it it starts it the first day it goes IPO, it hits its all time high and it has never reached it since. A bit of an exception here, which kind of tells me that
0: it was made to dump. Like,
1: <laughs> it was made to dump. In like the 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 directors themselves might are probably in on it right like i don't i don't know like i don't know if i'll ever know i'm just kind of speculating on what i've observed that it's it, it was meant to be dumped or it just it's all part of the plan i don't uh-huh. it's just it's so shady you know it's just so so shady. shady i'm surprised you're shorting it though you're a brave man
0: yeah no he's at uh today ultra and atlas they have their I think they're American. They're American pumpers, and they decided to start pumping it again. And uh, I know SNTG basically has nothing. You know, this is a shell company Mm -hmm. at this Mm -hmm. point. Um, It's not even being actively pumped anymore. It's just like bouncing because of short sellers that shorted it at higher prices a while ago. Now they're covering, and that's every now and then it spikes because the short sellers are forced to buy it to cover. And then it spikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then now uh, actually Ultra, Ultra Calls, I got a little notification. He actually, he has like 200,000 followers or an Atlas guy, he has like 200,000 followers. And these guys will pump, they don't care what it is. Um, it's just like, whatever's on the list of low float to short, I mean, to to pump, they'll pump it, Chinese or not. And it's kind of crazy how like the last Chinese one they pumped the Chinese uh, company actually did a financing that that same night that they pumped it. So these guys hmm. pumped it and the Chinese company they are in China and like, they're like, Oh, wow. Thank you for pumping it. We're going to do a financing now and then we're going to dump it on you. You know? So yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah, a, it was yeah. a free, a free pumping job, yeah. you know? So, so uh, it, you know, so like, um it's kind of sad actually that these guys are doing the dirty work for, for free for a uh, Chinese pump and dump scam company, you know? Yeah,
1: I know. I, uh, yeah, it's, it's terrible. I, I think it's just sad in general that, that they even have to pump, right? I, I mean, the concept, I know it's a free market, you can argue, you know, Yeah, and, and you need to do your own DD, but the fact that you're doing these, that you're even involved in these kind of pumping things, I think is, it's not the oh, right way to pump. go trading,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, all the, all the followers of, of uh, Atlas, uh, Ultra, a couple of Zach Morris is another guy called Zach Morris. They have like hundreds of thousands of followers. And the only reason why people follow is because they don't want to do DD, They don't want to do anything. They just blindly follow like a sheep. Um, yeah. Did you see CEI, the, the stock CEI pump uh, the past month and a half or so? It went from 30 cents all the way to 485, I think. And it was yeah. all because of this one Twitter guy, Zach Morris, you know, like saved by the bell, really? Zach Morris. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So he's like the fake <laughs> Zach Morris and he, <laughs> he's one of the main reasons why I went from 30 cents all the way to 485 and like all types of people were buying. Um, I know people that I don't have nothing to do with trading in, in like real life. And like, they were buying cei they found out about it like word of mouth it's mm-hmm. just um the pump and dump is just like something that humans will always be doing as long as there's markets you know they th- yeah i
1: think you know? so it's a dangerous game though i mean like sure you can ride the wave or run with the bulls but you <laughs> uh-huh. better get out quick right i mean like if you don't get out you're gonna get
0: dumped yeah you get demolished um mm-hmm. oh yeah so so um who do you think is most susceptible to this? Okay, so like when I think about what you exposed, I'm like, who falls for this? Who do you think, you know, it's not good to stereotype, but if you were to stereotype, like who falls for this? Is it like older people? Is it people that are retired? Is it like people that are, they, they're they uh, looking at Chinese dating sites? Is it like uh, random? Like who do you think falls for this? Um,
1: well, my first answer would be Men. <laughs>
0: Uh-huh. okay there
1: you go yeah <laughs> that's probably an obvious answer but uh i mean that's a good question i uh, looking at the people who i've corresponded with um like a lot of the the victims and and the people commenting on my channel and even emailing me in private uh they are all men but they are all they are all of ages like this the age is just varies from young to old. Um, I obviously couldn't comment on their financial situation, but some people have admitted that they've lost $100,000 or $150,000. And that's sort of on the high end and and I'd say even probably as low as a couple grand. But um, I imagine though that these people are probably uh, either lonely or they don't have a lot of interaction with people, um, or close family members or someone to talk to. And I think when you get some cute girl messaging you, like, it's hard not to text back, right? Like if you're, if you, if you don't, Ah, I see. Have anyone to, to date or love or to talk to, right? And then this random person just starts talking to you. And like, remember, like, they're not jumping to the stock topic, right? They're talking about life and, and, you know, are you married and do you go out and what do you like to do with your hobbies, right? Like, it's just this friendship and it feels very wholesome. And I think people who fall for these scams resonate with that kind of wholesome conversation, this kind of, this freshness, they don't feel like they're getting scammed. They might feel lonely. And cause these girls are talking like twice a day. Like, well, I mean, like cause the time zone is different, right? So it's like yeah, a lot yeah. of morning conversation, a lot of evening conversation.
0: And so you're talking about text back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just messaging through like WhatsApp or whatever other chat channel. So I think, that's the th- and and then there's this kind of idea of like oh it's a stranger and you know sometimes you can open up more to a stranger because you know you'll yeah. never meet them uh and that's kind of i think the trend right mm-hmm. I, I think also i don't know if I can no i, I won't even say that but i do know that from what alina has told me that more recently the higher ups or these hedge funds have told them to pull out of North America or essentially like not to, to be scamming Canadians and and Americans. So they're migrating over to India now is from what I am told, because I don't know. I mean, I I figure because there was probably enough North Americans who realized that this was all a sham or that the I think, i I mean, I think that's essentially it. like sending the proof didn't work out. There was a lot of internal fighting. And so they had to find people who are more naive or gullible. And so they started moving over to other countries. And so India has been a target now. Um, so do you, I, still, I actually, do you
0: still talk to Alina? Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, You still do? I do. Yeah. Yeah. She, I mean, it, it hasn't been that it hasn't been a our relationship has gone a little rock. I see our, our acquaintanceship has been a little rocky in the last couple of months, but um, I mean, like I, like I mentioned, she just messaged me this morning saying that there's going to be a dump in the U S markets next week. Although she's been telling me that for some time, I'd probably say most of the summer, she's been telling me that, but yeah. and I think there was one that actually did happen. But they it, it keeps getting postponed and postponed, and she's telling me that there's a lot of internal fighting. Apparently, the hedge funds in China are fighting amongst themselves over these pump and dump scams, and they, I, I guess, they can't come to an agreement or they can't seem to cooperate, and and they're fighting. And so, because of that, I guess the 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 U.S. traded U.S. listed stocks are just not getting pumped yeah. or used or whatever. So I don't know. I don't know where that one next week's going to go. We'll see but she has been trying to get me onto the Hong Kong stocks because she says the Hong Kong exchange is notorious for pump and dumps and um, it's more frequent, I guess it's less regulated and it's, it's more money. It can be made <laughs> yeah, yeah, From yeah. shorting and, and buying on the Hong Kong exchange. Yeah. This is, and I want to, I wanted to broadcast that out, but I just don't know how many people are trading stocks Uh on the Hong Kong exchange. Uh